Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the OXS Jamaica podcast, Reasonings with Odessa, episode four. Hey everyone, how are you doing? How's your summer going? Summer's still going on, you know, time out. But we got rain today in Jamaica and I give so much thanks for that. Just cool down the place a little bit more. Um, I want to pick up my Drinky Blue sponsors. I'm drinking right now, Appleton, with a splash of ting. Again, ting. Yeah, so what? Ting goes with everything, guys. It's amazing. And it makes your cocktails just, you know, a little bit refreshing. Anyway, um, I just want to go straight into our interview with... um, Oh, I'm not going to say. I'm just going to let the music play and then you're going to hear it. So let's go and have these reasonings right now. Boom. I'm way up. I'm way up. I'm way up. All right, everybody. I'm here with somebody that released a really fucking dope album. <laughs> Who are you laughing for? I'm here with Kabaka period. I'm also here with somebody that I bust up in Ludi like a couple of years ago. Kabaka, um, we got to do a rematch, right? You know, I don't recall being bust up. You were bust up. I bust you up, man. I have it on Snapchat as well. Bad I can still I dig it. Bad man, I take bust up. <laughs> <laughs> Mang- like mango. I'm boss him up like a mango that like drop off of a tree. Uh, but I'm here with I went to his album launch last week guys and I was blown away truly blown away by lyrics production everything tell me about Contraband tell me about this new it's your first album first album yeah so we've done we've done EPs we've done compilations mixtapes now is the right time for the album I never want to do an album before I felt like I could really make an impact with mm-hmm. it and when Damien link with and say, oh, he would have loved to do an album, produce an album for me, it's like, them time, we, we, we definitely felt the confidence that this was the right time. And from after we did Well Done back in 2014, 2015, from them time, we've just been working on how, music. How did you meet Damien? You know, and that's so, Damien Marley for, di- for those that really are, like, lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I met him was at Bob Marley Museum. Um... I believe it was ZJ Rush that introduced me to him. Why Rush? Yeah. And then no, uh, the second time I actually linked with him is Jazzy T did bring her on him studio in Miami. Uh-huh. And then them time they really established the link and yeah, it was about a year after that we worked on well done together. What was it that Damien liked about you? Because I you're both lyricists and I know D's like he his thing is about he loves hip hop as well, and the yeah. first time I ever saw you was at a show that Protege brought you up at Tracks and Records. Yeah, and you was, <laughs> this was a long time, and you were spitting some lyrics, and I was like, "Rah, this kid must love hip hop." Yeah. So, is that yeah. why you and Damien got together? I mean, you'd have to ask him still, but I know that I know that that have to be part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's definitely a chemistry and a similar upbringing when it comes to the music like similar influences and all of them things that would be in hip-hop dancehall reggae that are the trinity where a lot of our inspiration mm-hmm. come from you know and i knew that i think like gradually like over time working together i mm-hmm. think him him, him him realized that me was a good artist for work with because me i got get things done on my own even without him 
You know what I mean? So it's not like an artist where him have to do everything for. And him have to depend on my case for make sure things are get done. So I think that did help with the whole process. And definitely the, the, lyric, the lyricism, all of them things, like, him never really have to, like, even help me too much with the songwriting and all them things. Because him kind of trust my process, mm -hmm. just like how I would have trust him process. You know, and even if he did want it to help me with the writing, but I take that help because I know say him is a, a songwriter, you know, a yeah. brilliant songwriter, one of the best, you know, where reggae music has seen. So, you know, it's just a joy to work with them and then just really explore new horizons in you know, the music. Where, where do you come from? Like, is your, are you a Kingstonian or a country band or what? Town and Kingston. Where in town? Kingston 6. Mona, Mona, Poppy, and them side, yeah. Uptown? <laughs> yeah. Or were your parents educated people? Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, most sure. of the people that come from Mona, their families are always like the rebellious, educated people that yeah, used I, to I go to Yui. Yeah, my, my parents, I wouldn't say rebellious still, but definitely educated. I mean, the two of them come from poverty in our country. Mm -hmm. And you know, work them way into society, like getting them education. And my mother was a teacher, you know, my father's a businessman and an electrical engineer. Mm -hmm. So I remember him usually go to UTEC for doing engineer class, and he couldn't even afford the class. Yeah. He usually just go in there, you know what I mean? And then he may not take the test, them and pass him exam and get him license. And from then, he just start making money, you know, and he have that hustler mentality. So, you know, but him usually walk barefoot go school how much yes. miles in a Portland. So, you know, when 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 Damien sing about my daddy made it out out of the ghetto, yeah. you know, it's like it mean a whole heap to me too. You know? Me too. Yeah. Me too. Straight. I can connect to that song. Straight. So um what was I gonna say now? Cause, cause I I just wanna know a little bit more about Kabaka. A yeah. lot of people just know you from i can remember as i said i remember the first time i saw you come on stage and that was at the protege show yeah and i was like who the hell is this kid and where did he come from and so tell me how you got into music how you got into reggae yeah. and we're gonna go into a bit of hip-hop talk in a minute but how did you get into music i mean music for me it, it started with a sound system still so what sound system time bomb sound you know, me and my virgin them just had some little youth I run up and down in a Jamaica, in a Kingston. I play at little parties and Sweet 16 and all them <laughs> something there, you know, like, yeah, uptown you them. You know, me usually the one who I make the remix them on the sound. So like, I'm going to put the dancehall a cappella them over the hip hop beats yeah. them. So this is like the Renaissance days. This is like yeah, the, man, Renaissance. what's his name? Copper Shot, like Code Red. Syndicate. Syndicate, yeah. Nemesis. Yep. You know, when when computer sound just come out and nitro C D yeah. sound and them type. Adonai, then. all of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. them days so you know, we we grew up knowing enough of them sound man and thing and yeah, it's actually Kid Corrupt did give my sound the name Time Bomb. Oh. Our, our crew the name Bomb Squad. And we say I want a different name for That's the sound and them say, Yeah. You know, we'd have like him and Mark Wayne Marshall. We'd all get we was the first sound uptown to get cartel Pando. Yeah, like what's legit. your favorite cartel track? Speaking of cartel, fear, you know, I never really think about a fear. I'm gonna be raw, black cartel or, or, or bleach cartel, <laughs> definitely black. <come> on. <laughs> I talk about a song like you know, Macalca and I with a buckle of talk, you know, them, yeah, them cartel there Me because he's really a spit, yeah, lyrics, yeah, you know? he was more hip hop then, yeah, exactly. So, him, we can tell, say, him did listen enough, like Eminem, and yeah. 
them kind of rapper there, you know, just like how we did do. So, you know, from them time they now, we did build a home studio. We have a studio in our whole pastures, and that's how we usually voice the dub play them. But then my brother started to make beats and start to learn how to record music. So the whole of we just start writing music them time there. And everybody want to be artists now. <laughs> so it's like just me and all my bridging them when I put out some CD together, like some album. We are call it album, you know, because all we know about is album, because we watch a hip hop man them and them thing there. So, you know, we, we, we do them thing and print up a CD, them and they are you, we are hand out CD, all kind of thing. But a lot of it was like probably 80% hip hop. Right. You know, and it's like them time then Jamaican now. Nah, Jamaican never ready for no Jamaicans rapping and them thing. No. Then. You did have Holocaust and you did have like 13 tribe and enough ones where I do the rapping thing, but they never reached past a certain level. No, you, it was just, it, it just difficult. didn't sound right. Yeah. So, hip hop now. I'm a hip-hop head. I'm an old-school hip-hop head. I'm not a millennial. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with old-school hip-hop that, like, my generation, did you listen to any... I mean, most Jamaicans... When I moved to Jamaica, most Jamaicans were like, you like hip-hop? Yeah, mommy love Biggie Smalls, man, and Tupac. And that was it. And it stopped right there. And no one knew anything about, like, Tribe Called Quest. No one knew about Cool Modi. No one knew about Jungle yeah. Brothers. No one was into that. What was your inspiration from that era, if you know, and if not, what's your 90s era inspiration? Yeah, I mean, I, I started listening to hip hop 96, so I mean, catch on to it late still. It was about 11 them time there. Mm -hmm. And it's really, you have, to, you have to dig up, you know, to go back in the 80s and thing, but I did always gravitate towards like, like all Rakim and mm -hmm. um, like Big Daddy Kane. Cool G rap and them man there. Them man there, you know, like the real streets knowledge man them. Yeah. And them man there, you know, me usually listen. But in my time, what about Wu Tang? Wu Tang was my main influence still, you know. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. When we start listening hip hop, when we see that right, that triumph video, yeah, like me did, me did have to dig bees. up, me did have to dig up the thirty six chambers. Cause as I said, me start listening ninety six, so that was like ninety three mm -hmm. or so. So the Killer Bees video just yeah, got you. Yeah, man, that, that Wu Tang triumph, Wu Tang Forever album. We can come in like me know every track is a double CD, and them you know we get heavy into Wu and Raekwon and. You know, only bill for Cuban links and Supreme <laughs> Clientele, Iron Man, all of them album there. And Jizza was my favorite. But I start, you know, gravity, like I did hear this song with Inspector Deck and this youth named Cannabis. And then I yeah, start man. just pre cannabis now. It's like cannabis, I'm an artist. Cannabis, I hear my love. When you listen to cannabis, you can't listen to nobody no. else, you know. You just... I, I've met cannabis through Wyclef. Crazy. And Wyclef, when Wyclef broke, <laughs> and you know, cannabis is British yeah, man, and true. Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. So he knew the whole. Although LL Cool J same is Canadian, you know, somewhere in this. Cannabis no. is definitely Jamaican British. For sure. And yeah. he's just, he's fucking dope. So I can I can understand where you get you. Know, one of the baddest lyricists of all time. So yeah. after your cannabis inspiration, what kind of just made you go into reggae and. Roots reggae. Well, my 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 influence in a reggae is Sizzler, you know, and it, it just it, 
starts and ends right there. You know, it's like, <laughs> so how are you yeah. on the cruise? Like I saw you on the Welcome to Jamrock cruise last year. Yeah, and I saw you behind you, Damien, Stephen. I've never seen them stand up so quietly like all of you lot and just be like. I wasn't quiet. Maybe them was, <laughs> but Sizzler. The man going on the catalog. Yeah, man. Sizzler gave you about 50 hit songs before him start the NM dancer songs. Just think about that as an artist. And somebody so young. Because Sizzler's not. The man not. is unbelievable. The man is unbelievable. Like, he's probably the most, probably the most talented reggae artist of all time. I, I believe you. Like, when you talk about versatility and the, the, the levels where him take the music, like trust me have you have you got a single with with sizzler is that your ultimate goal uh, well, I, I technically i do have one is a song with four of us we never went in studio together me and me and protege chronics and sizzler on oh, it hot. yeah and um it's called silasi soldiers and is it out Where yeah man it out it? from you can't get down it's actually like that has been my highest selling tune on wow. itunes like like when you check iTunes and go Kabaka, you go see that right up at the top. It's just contraband now with me and gang. Right. Pass it out where they since that release. But yeah, man, it, it was a it was a it was a pretty big song in a Jamaica and definitely over on the West Coast. Cause a youth over in a California produce it, King Ivy. Oh, I know King Yeah, Ivy. yeah, man. Yeah. Our brethren, man. No man, so I think you need to just link Sizzler, Dada, <laughs> you're my brethren. Let's make this shit happen. And we need, Sizzler, we need, we need Sizzler another one with just the two hours. Since I heard Shanga two days before mine, and I want to tell you from me, from you, rust up everybody. I say, yo, you know, say look like Sizzler. It's like, but no, it's enough. He may inspire so many ones. It's like enough ones even take on that that Sizzler look there. Mm -hmm. Where him have and you know, where you fool your consciousness with, you will start to absorb it certain way. So. So that's so Sizzler just got you into roots. To Rastafari, Rastafari, everything, well. everything, everything. Like he was the the source for me when it come to Rasta, and other than you know reading on my own and mm -hmm. them thing, cause he's always a man who have to know what me I get into, mm -hmm. you know. And but it's his music really. Cause I grew up, I grew up. My father always a play some Bob Marley and thing when we are drive go country as a little youth. But other than that, is like my mother just listen like strictly gospel music. I grew up in the church. At when I was 10, I was baptized and all them something there. So it's really Sizzler music now, just shift up the whole paradigm for me and, 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 and change on my whole way of thinking. And them time when I just start burn herb and, you know, herbs just open up your mind, make you start think about life differently. Yeah. And, and it's like Sizzler music just connect with me on a deep, deep level. You know? Out of the 50, whatever, because Sizzler has about 76 albums or whatever. Yeah. What's Give me five of your top Sizzler songs. So the top I talk of your about head. like mountains around Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Um, um, what do I want The man of the man of this song and the, the same rhythm where the man of this song and the same rhythm when Naris man said persistence is to try it throughout this precious mm -hmm. time. How mm -hmm. Sizzler go? Um, remember that one, man. <laughs> I remember. No. But the man have so many songs. The only songs. song that's stuck in so my head is that I told you. I no, man, that's that after. That's that after the prime sizzler days. But when I talk about songs like, you know, you know positively clear, positively is? clear. And he, uh, he hates when I ask him to sing it. What? So what's this song ever? Pump up, pump up. All 
Sharp Rock Cruise. Uh, I kept going over to him. I'm like, so aren't you gonna sing Pump Up Her Pum Pum? <laughs> and he's like, that's it's a clean suit, it's a clean show. Like, no, no, you gotta sing Pump Up Her Pum Pum for me. So during part of the cruise, yeah. he actually did do it. <laughs> Not on the stage. Yes, he did do a part of Pump Up Her Pum Pum. I have it on video. <laughs> I don't it's know why. That's just that's one it. of my songs that make me brock out. So that's the versatility of Sizzler. <laughs> yeah, he man, can he can make you spectrum. feel a spiritual vibe, he can do it. And Since he can make it rock top, up. It was on top of reggae and dance all at the same time. Yeah. And that is not a normal thing to do. Not at all. You know? Do you, do, so let's go into like women. You have a track on your song about women, natural women. Mm -hmm. And is that something that you sing about and actually do? Because there's a lot of people that are Rasta and they sing about one thing and they don't do the other thing. What do you mean if I do? I want to know because I'm honest that way. I mean, I know artists that If I keep my hair natural. If you dare with a woman and is a woman natural, <laughs> is a woman natural that you like or do you just sing about it? Because there's some guys who are Rasta and they will say, yeah, man, you have to Rasta and you have to keep yourself this way and you have to keep yourself that way. And they don't. You see their woman and she's got bleach face and she's wearing like her biggest batty rider or whatever. Way. Put it this way. I, I only bonified there with like three girls in my life and two of them are Rasta with locks and one of them was like a kind of mixed brown Chinese girl back in high school but natural yeah she you know so record clean <laughs> <laughs> so you won't see me coming up to you going oi oi what kind of girl like Kabaka what kind of girl because you know I will ball you out right oh no, yeah you know I got to see that you know I got to see that What's yeah, the name of that song on the album? Natural that was, Woman. Natural it's a beautiful woman. song. Yeah, give thanks. It's a beautiful. What's your favorite track on the album so far on Contraband? It's between probably lyrics, deity, and meaning of life. Yeah, probably one of them too. But, but, but kind of one where most personal to me at my time because I produced that one myself, you know. Build a rhythm from scratch and write it, sing my own harmonies, record wow. myself. Where did you record it? In uh, Miami. Oh, yeah, my mother house, yeah. Wow, Just set up a little home studio. And, yeah. How does your parents feel about your success thus far? Well, my father always asks me some questions. Like, my father, <laughs> if I'm not on Sean Paul level, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you don't make it. Because <laughs> when I'm bridging them, he was a tour manager with Sean Paul. So I'm always, I say, yeah, but... See Sean Paul doing certain things in our you know, but nah man, him love him love the whole progress and him him definitely but get full support from my parents them for sure. You know, as much as them is both Christians and thing and you know, Rasta thing. Mm -hmm. Different from what them Rasta expect still and think. Christian is still, you know Not in them eyes. You know? Yeah. And true me, you know, me not go church and them something there so you know, I'm sure my mother would have loved to see me go church. But go every once in a while yeah, with her still, fine. just for... At least you can yeah, pop up with her. Good, yeah. Mom, that's, Mom, that's nice, man. At least yeah. he comes with you. You know, some men don't even... Some husbands don't even go to church with their wife. Yeah, exactly. You so, know. you know? Yeah, well, my father not really too good church again see? still. But, you know, but definitely the support that they did. My thing about my father especially is that once you take care of yourself and you present yourself, whether you have beard or not, as long as you... You're respectable and you know what I mean? You 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 dress well and mm -hmm. you look presentable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm cool. You know, and yeah, parents always love to see you when you make a living for yourself. That's At right. the end of the day, that's all they want. They want to know so you can 
provide for yourself and your family and things. Yeah. Let's talk about fashion. Are you into fashion? <laughs> not, not more than the next one. You know? like, I mean, because no, there's a man yeah. that love like. Yeah, for a friend like Diggy, Diggy loves style and fashion and them something there. Yeah, so. he's probably more into it than me still. You know, my manager will be into fashion too. Yeah. Yeah, he would have, I feel like he would have his own clothing line and them thing there. You know, I kind of get into it. Like, I like to shop. You know, I like to shop and buy nice things and nice clothes and, you know, but I wouldn't say me into it like that. Okay. You know, but I always want to look. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? What, 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 you what, Jazz? What, what? No, it's the reasoning. So, <laughs> if, is there anything that grinds your gears? Like, you know, mm. this thing really fucking annoys me. That you'd like people to know. That just fucking annoys me. Um... Because before I speak, before it gets... I'm, my last yeah. podcast, I did yeah. something on it. Rants and raves about Instagram. Things on Instagram that annoys me, like the wigs. The wee, the wee people that keep following you. Definitely people <laughs> who post too much. And people who post one bugger picture with them children on Instagram. Like People post on Instagram to get likes. That's, that's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. People want to get likes. People want to raise them thing. And... I mean, I understand if you have a private page mm-hmm. and it's only your, your close family members and them things there, but people just post pictures of them children in public every day just because them children look cute. I mean, I don't like I that. Like me, wouldn't be. do that. I think some kids just. It's like, yeah, I use them. Life. Yeah. yeah. To get yeah. a like. Oh, my kids look so yeah. cute. Yeah. Man, yeah, I, I, I like recognize that. your kids cute. I don't need to see your kids 10 That's times. That's what I'm saying. Day. Like, once, once <laughs> every now and then. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I get it. I'm like that too. Anything else that grinds your gears? When you wrote Mr. Politician, man, mm. was that something that you were just annoyed by, or is it just something that you just oversaw? And I mean, most of Rastabon politics, like you know, that is just a part of the thing. So everything, every time we see a news report, say the government do some something else, was stupid. It's like it just give you ammunition for your song. So when you read, say. Them, they met the Chinese build the road, mm-hmm. and the Chinese are gonna collect the toll for twenty five years. That's just we've just basically they've made Jamaica one big prostitute with her legs open, saying "Come and fuck me." There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is reasonings, guys. As, as vulgar as possible. That's it's, it. But it is. It's it's different. It's just like that. No, you're right. It's hundred percent right, and that's why I would do songs like "Well Done." Man. So address it, you know, like when you when you really see say people just get up and vote because they get some Kentucky fee. Mm-hmm. And five grand. Yeah. You get a little bus ride, go somewhere with a little pocket change and that's it. You sell away your vote and we we don't ever vote on policies in a Jamaica. No. It's just people. We just get all the power to these people. Not like even in America where you can say, all right, I could vote for make weed illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they think that don't have that job. No. It's just never to decide it. You what know? do you think about the, the, the legalization of somewhat weed and people out there's dispensaries being open, but they're not being owned by it's impossi- Jamaicans? It's impossible for Jamaicans, to, for the average Jamaican to own it. Because you have to get like 10 different licenses. Mm-hmm. And you end up spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Who can afford that? 
we're, don't you we're think that a collective of of black brothers or jamaicans together should get together at least to own their own dispensary here jamaicans don't get together <laughs> to do things that is that is a fact you know that we have a long history they said that no slave ship was brought directly to Jamaica from mm -hmm. Africa. Mm -hmm. They went to other islands and all the most rebellious people, slaves, whatever you want to call, were taken to Jamaica. So we're talking people from different tribes, different mm -hmm. parts of Africa, just mix up in this one place and the most rebellious, the most unruly. You know, unruly. That is who <laughs> we are. So that's why it's hard for we come together. We are the most brilliant, you know, with the smartest, brilliant. with mm -hmm. the with the we are the star of them, but at the same time, we're very self-centered, mm -hmm. you know? So, I just, it, it, it got difficult for really, there's no trust. And then there's a culture of poverty in the nation. Mm -hmm. So people don't trust each other when it comes to money. Mm -hmm. You know, one person make it, people are, are bad mind them and carry them down and them thing. It's just, them thing that happen when people grow up the way we grow up. How, how do you think we can change that? Because we have so much children that are growing up now who are young and you start them young. I was just talking to a sister just now mm -hmm. about about um, me being so pro-black and I, it's been instilled into me from I was age two. Mm -hmm. How do you think we can go about that with our young youth here in Jamaica to instill some of this no bad mind and, you know... People need, people need income. People so more need, jobs. Yeah, more jobs, more sustainable sources of income. People... You know, we need, like, right now, why why we don't have, like, um, solar electricity in the whole of fucking Kingston? Like, come on. I mean, it's, it's not, look how much sunlight come at Jamaica. Exactly. You have so much land out there where you could have just have solar farms, wind farms, all of them things. And just, if people did have electricity and energy, you know how much problems would have solved? You know how much business got out of business in Jamaica? The because number one cause of business is going bankrupt in Jamaica is because of energy costs you know and it, it's just a shame people people have a right to certain basic things and they, they, there is there is the ability to do it but there's not the intent the intent not that because people know say oh as long as we stay in power as long as people stay uneducated and ignorant and without income we are going to be able to stay in power and scrape up as much money as we can mm -hmm. you know so rough it's rough but it's beautiful of course ah. it's the most beautiful place like that's the greatest thing about jamaica is like as much as jamaica bad it's hard for you to take up yourself and just say oh you got left and don't come back exactly you know it's like it, it's rough but it, it's just a beautiful place and there's so much potential and the, the people the energy the creativity the arts right now jamaica jamaica can do a lot more for ourselves when it comes to the arts. Because mm -hmm. really. We need to start copywriting everything that we're doing as well. That's a good step. Because I did an interview not long ago for Channel 4 about that. Mm. And they are, you know, they, the, the interviewer asked me, he asked me, is it, shouldn't we just feel good about somebody acknowledging your thing? And I was just like, my soundbite is no, give me my money, give me my money and pay me. Because they rip off everything from. There was an article that was just out about reggaeton, mm -hmm. and they find every other thing to just say reggaeton is this, reggaeton is that, reggaeton is dancehall. 
that's, that's the whole. You see, if we were even getting the recognition, mm -hmm. it would have it would have shift up a whole heap of thing. But not even that we are get. When them use with sound, them don't even give away the recognition mm -hmm. or, or say oh this are come from. Don't Jamaica. you think we need to call them out a lot more though? No, definitely, for sure. But a lot of us don't have the platforms and the level where them even are gonna be aware. You know, it's like we can we can talk about it here in jamaica but unless we go on fucking national tv in the us or england mm -hmm. and talk about it rihanna them and drake them not really know mm -hmm. what's going on unless popcorn tell them <laughs> <laughs> you know no they know drake yeah. knows rihanna knows well rihanna thinks she's jamaican anyway so mm. she's 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 bayesian it's near enough for her but yeah. drizzy yeah i yeah i and i will it's talk to drizzy though. about the same thing i think it's an issue like even his last thing he posted they, they just need to just just say it's us interview and just say where it come from no? yeah like how hard is that but them know say if them do that them give away all the power mm -hmm. you know and them can't them don't want to do that so yeah you know we just i think we just have to be more cognizant of what they are doing to take our music and 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 making it more palatable to the world stage mm -hmm. because there's a difference in the sound quality there's a difference in certain aspects of the composition and the songwriting and them thing that we need to be more cognizant of mm -hmm. them thing there on an international level so that when we produce music and put it out it's undeniable and it can play upon any radio station different from the sound because the, the style of music you know it don't matter, you know. But when you press play and it sound a certain way, mm -hmm. them thing they can play anywhere in the world. Cause we see, we see Magic do it mm -hmm. with with Rude and mm -hmm. them song there. Holy part, um, Bruno Mars do it mm -hmm. straight reggae tracks. Mm -hmm. We attack one drop mm -hmm. reggae, and them do it. But when you listen it, it sound like it just sound like pop music. Mm -hmm. Just the sound quality mm -hmm. and all them things. So we have to know what about it gives it that sound. So we have a chance that everybody can connect to it. Yeah. You know? Well, my father did it. Jimmy Cliff did it back in the day. Of so course. I don't see why we can't take a little bit and. No, for sure. But you know, a lot of way the, the the connection to the history not there. Like like reggae music not taught in schools. I don't know if that changed from when me me no, left school in a two thousand and one. I'm mean, gonna learn nothing but reggae music in a school. Them teachers some little classical thing a piano and re, 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 and 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 them give some european history and some slavery history and them thing there but you don't know you may not you may not learn nothing about jimmy cliff in a high school see that and and look at that you not learn nothing about bob marley in a high school and everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um but the bag did feel a little light Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. It's a shame, like, every youth in a Jamaica should have a firm foundation on the history of reggae music. Because that is just like you go at Trinidad. Right now, every little youth have to learn how to play pan. Mm -hmm. It's essential. It's a, it's, it's a part of the curriculum. Yeah. We learned to play, play still pan at school in England as See well. That? You know, that's, that's, that's the culture there. The reggae music is the culture here. Every little youth supposed to know how to do something when it comes to reggae music. You know, and it's like we feel we're bigger than this because everybody want to be a doctor, a lawyer, um, what, you know, yeah, business. They they, ray, I, ray, think, ray. I think that I think it's a Caribbean thing. I don't even think Jamaican. Yeah. I think it's a Caribbean thing where people, parents still think that 
academically yeah. doing being a lawyer and a doctor is going to get you somewhere exactly. and most of our children are creatives mm -hmm. and creatives right now are actually running the world and running the business because yeah. everything is a digital world now where yeah. we you know if you don't have a creative mm -hmm. doing your graphics or doing this and that your business is gonna it's gonna yeah. flop and then because of the, the stigma with it is like there's also the reality that in Jamaica the, the, the money that is being paid for creative work is much less than anywhere else in the world. And they don't respect it. Yeah, so, so, so naturally, if you have a talent, you're going to look for go abroad. Yeah. You know, as much as there's so much competition abroad, but from your habit, you have it, so you will get work. But in a Jamaica, when you watch the TV, you can see say, them now hire none of them youths yeah, for do the graphic work where you sit on the television. Mm -hmm. All the youth them who could do it and the standard of U.S., UK international standard them not hiring them because you look at you seeing the same graphics them from the 80s mm -hmm. you know and it's just them just have somebody and staff for them just give them a little salary for just do them thing and, and we just alright with it you have a culture in a Jamaica we're from it alright you know cool. we need to we need to research have the resurgence again of like when we myself Kevin Lee Grasscasa, we mm -hmm. started the first cable channel in Jamaica. I think yeah. we need the younger youths, them again now, to start yeah, owning their own it. media and pushing our own media and yeah, forum out no, there because sure. that's the only thing that's going to disrupt the, the old guard. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, boy, <laughs> this is good. We're going to have another reason is over when I done you at Ludi <laughs> the next time again. You so. Know, to be perfectly honest, I'm very bad at Ludi. I don't Ludi is not my game, but we play Domino and we give her six. No, I still don't get six love with Domino. I, I can't. I tore on tour bus and the old man, them, I tore my father, and, tore, and still can't give me six love. <laughs> uh, coming back, right. I'm going to teach you stop, lock, and prisoner Ludi next okay. time we come. Right. And everybody in this yard right here that we're out. Guys, it's a beautiful place where we're looking at the stars. We're in the yard. You can hear some of the cars passing, but it's yeah. just a good vibe. It's yeah. a good reasoning. HQ, Skiba Avenue, Kenkat, yeah. All right. That was reasonings with Kabaka Pyramid and Odessa. Boom. Is it the master plan? Contraband. It's taking up the farmer's land. Contraband. How it passed the borders can. Contraband. I end up in your daughter. Contraband. Now what's in that recipe? Contraband. That's giving me distress relief. Contraband. Sell more than rice and peas. Contraband. Feels so damn good to me. Well, now this fucking dog sniffing me. Pray to Jah didn't leave a one cliff on me. If they found one, they'd surely move swift on me. Family and friends would surely be missing me Meanwhile gang is having a be funny I'm being searched by a squad in name Tiffany The way she heard me, my something gets stiff on me Still must fly through smooth like the ship on me As they're done searching the pyramid They turn their attention to the drama kid Dealing with the rasta like an invalid Demonstrating how Babylon wicked Where the marks for illegal substance If these things were packaging Elder putting, shipping and the hungling These accusations are damaging Them said them heard reggae artists trafficking Contraband, is it the master plan? Contraband, taking up the farmer's land Contraband, how it passed the border scan Contraband, I end up in your daughter and Contraband now what's in that recipe? That's giving me distress relief. It's tell more than rice and peas. Thanks once again, guys, for tuning in. Please 
rate and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on and share with your friends. Also, head over to oaccessjamaica.com to see our past and present posts and follow us on all of our social media platforms, Oaccess Jamaica. I'm your host, Odessa. Linkage latest, guys. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.